Hi, it's Jack from the MMA Island Podcast. Before this video gets started, before you listen to the podcast, big shout out to our sponsors, BetUS. If you are going to place a bet on MMA, basically any sport, do it through them. Their, their program is so great. They have everything that you would need to make a bet, to, to look at the bet, the props, everything there. If you want to do a parlay, it's there. Please go through BetUS. The link is in our description, in our bio. It will be on Instagram. You can find it everywhere. BetUS, big shout out to our sponsor. I'm Jack and they hit a lot harder in my opinion too. What is up everybody? My name is Keelan McNamara and everyone's got a plan until they get hit with my views. I am Hunter Boss. He just wanted to go to the distance by the looks of it. But he couldn't even do that. And this is the MMA Island Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMA Island Podcast. I am Jack Kennedy alongside Caleb McNamara and Hunter Boss. We have a loaded episode for you. Let's get started with the new, the wave in MMA, the waves being made in MMA, the news. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Michael Chiesa is going to be fighting Sean Brady. This is the fight that has been announced. This is the breaking news. Hunter, get us started. What do you, what do you think about this? I think it's about time. You know, it's it's good that they're mixing up these rankings more and more. I've been I think we've all been asking for it on the podcast for a while now. This is going to be number 13 ranked Sean Brady versus number uh, seven ranked Michael Chiesa, I believe. And it's going to be a big jump if Sean Brady ends up winning. Um, Sean Brady is given a fantastic opportunity here. He, he obviously cannot decline this. Like usually when he's in the number when anyone's in the number 13 spot, they face maybe number 11 or 10 and then they face eight or nine and then. They have a whole bunch of fights in front of them. He just skipped the line, basically. So this, this is a great opportunity for him. He cannot mess this up. Uh, do I think Sean Brady's going to win? I'm not sure yet. I'm still – I thought Mike Chiesa would have been Vicente Luque. And I still think he's yeah. a fantastic wrestler, and he has a lot ahead of him. So if Michael Chiesa can pull it together, I think he can win handsomely. But Sean Brady's no slouch. He's 14-0. Uh, I think he has four wins in the UFC, and – the rest 10 of the other wins are just from other organizations. So Sean Brady's a fantastic fighter. So Michael Chiesa cannot sleep on him. I think this is going to be a fantastic matchup and I really can't wait to see it. Yeah, this is a great fight. that has been announced. Um, one that I'm very excited to see actually largely for very similar points that Hunter's just made. Um, it is really refreshing to see the rankings switched up a lot. I like the jumps that are being made because it's given slightly more obscure positions a better chance to shine and to prove that they do belong where they are and that they can mix it up with the very best. And Michael Chiesa is absolutely one of the very best. I don't need to rattle off the guy's resume. We all know how great of a fighter that he is. But he's coming up against a really tough challenge in Sean Brady, I feel. As we know, he was meant to fight Kevin Lee. That fight fell through. Can't remember the reason why, but unfortunately it did fall through. And this, this is as tough of a test as Kevin Lee would have been, I feel. You know, Kies is on a really good run right now. He lost to Vicente Luque, but Luque is one of the best welterweights in the world. That's not really a downgrade in opinion of Michael Chiesa, in my opinion. Um, I, I just think this is a great fight. I really do. Kies is an absolute anaconda on the ground. His wrestling's always been rock solid. But in Sean Brady, he's facing an opponent who is on an absolute head of steam right now, similar to his namesake at middleweight, Sean Strickland, actually, might I add. Um, I think this is a great fight. I think this is an, a, 
this is a solidified top 10 fighter against a guy barreling through his opposition at the moment. And we know that makes for an amazing fight. So I cannot wait to see what happens. Yeah, hey, I agree with you guys. I think this is such a smart move for Michael Chiesa. Coming off of the loss to Vicente Luque, and Michael Chiesa was surging. I know Hunter and I both picked Michael Chiesa to win that fight, and I was really shocked when Vicente Luque did it. Now, that being said, Vicente Luque has proved that he is a top, top contender at welterweight, and I am not doubting doubting him in his next fight unless it's against the champ Kamara Usman, so just putting that out there. But it was was a phenomenal performance, but Michael Chiesa, he, I chalk that up to, he just didn't think anyone could submit him on the tear that he was going at, at welterweight. And he just left his neck out there because he had no respect for Vicente Luque on the ground. Luque was like, hey, I'm a black, I'm a black belt too. I'm going to take advantage of that. And he did. It was, it was brilliant. Michael Chiesa going back to the drawing board here. And I think this is the perfect matchup to do it. Sean Brady, this is also the perfect fight for you because there's no pressure on you. You were not expected to win this fight. This is against a top-ranked Michael Chiesa still, who just lost to one of the next title contenders possibly in Vicente Luque. Michael Chiesa is, has all the tools in the world, I think, to get this done. I think he can get it done against basically anyone as well. He's just on the ground. He's just so good. And if he's respectful of his opponent this time, no matter who they are, which is a big factor going into this one, because he might be overlooking Sean Brady just a little bit, looking at it like, okay, this is my rebound fight. I can do it. The rebound fight is there, but you have to get the win in order to, for it to be a rebound fight. Um, I think Michael Chiesa can do that. I think he'll go back there and just say, okay, I, I, I was doing everything okay in that one that last fight that I lost. We look at all the other performances against Neil Magny. He was dominating everybody. I can do that again. Let me prove it. And I think that's what I think that's what we're going to see from Michael Chiesa. But Sean Brady, I am not counting him out because he this is the most dangerous position any fighter can be in is when you are the heavy favorite and you're fighting a guy that has nothing to lose and everything to prove. And that is where Sean Brady's at. And Sean Brady could absolutely capitalize on that and make that fight very, very interesting very quickly. So I love it. It's a big uh, you know news thing that broke uh, and we got to talk about. It. So. Now let's move on to a new segment that's going to be fantastic. We're here to settle MMA's debates about the greatest parts of MMA. It's time for best of the best. Let's go ahead and get started. Darren Till fighting in tonight's main event. We're going to predict that fight later as well as a pick of the night coming up pretty soon. Uh, But let's talk about his best performances. What do you guys think the best version of Darren Till is that we've ever seen? All right. So this is going to be a bit of a shock here. Okay. Okay. Even though if he lost the fight, I still think it was his best performance. And that's against Robert Whitaker. I love it. Yeah. He looked amazing on the feet. He, his left hand was as accurate as I've ever seen it. Um, even when he's on the ground and bottom position, he was just on the ground trying to survive. And whenever he wanted to get back up, he got back up and he had great footwork. He was just the, the one problem is he was going against the smartest fighter in MMA right now, Robert Whitaker. I think he was just, a, he's one class above him right now. Darren Till is a fantastic fighter. And I think he could have won that fight with maybe a little bit more training. And he had Robert Whitaker hurt in that first round. I mean, he had that elbow that knocked him down. It was super smooth. And his footwork in that fight, once again, I keep mentioning it, it was immaculate. It, the fight itself is one of the greatest like stand-up battles I've seen in a while. So I suggest you guys go out in there and watch it. Because yep. I just watched it this morning to revamp myself because I've seen the fight before, but I wanted to watch it again. And, man, it did not skip a beat. Both these fighters back and forth. Darren Till did a fantastic job. He just didn't ensue as well enough. And Derek Brunson tonight, we'll see if he can do it again or try to exact his revenge. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, that's an amazing pick. And um, that was probably going to be my, my number one pick. But we always know what happens with number one picks. They get stolen. And then you've got to go to two, three, and four, not looking at you fantasy football. It's <laughs> <laughs> three flashbacks from a week ago there. Still time, no, still time. That, that's obviously the best pick. But my pick might be a little bit surprising to a few people. It might not be, depending on what angle you approach Darren Till from. My pick is the UFC fight night in Poland against Donald Cerrone. Oh, love it. Yeah, and you know, this was this was really the fight that made Darren Till who he is and what he is to fans now. You know, he went in against a bona fide legend and cowboy, you know, regardless of his recent form, no one can ever deny he's one of the baddest men to ever step foot in an octagon. There is no question about that. And Darren Till just absolutely took him to the cleaners for the entire length that fight lasted. You know, we saw the range, we saw the switching and the stances, we saw that Southpaw left straight, just rattle Cerrone every time it landed. And that's ultimately what finished him. You know, he, what we saw in that fight is what Darren Till can achieve when he's at his very best. That confidence, borderline slight arrogance, you know, the, le- the lead legs sticking out very heavily absolutely smashing through in that southpaw hand and you know the first time he cracked Cerrone Cerrone was in deep deep trouble you could just tell it was over really from that shot but that's my pick you know he he showed his complete raw talent in that fight and that's what really made people stand up and take notice and say wow this guy could be the next big thing I think, obviously, if you're going to go for a list, I think number one has to probably be the Whitaker fight, even though it was a loss. But if you're talking about the best fight that he won, I don't think there's much arguing the Donald Cerrone win. Hey, I really like that. I So the Robert Whitaker is <sighs> such a good pick because you, we, saw, we found out so much in that fight about who Darren Till was. Look at what Robert Whitaker has come back, you know, since he lost to Adesanya. Look how amazing he's been. And look at what Darren Till was able to accomplish in that fight. It's actually incredible whenever you look at it. He dropped him, and Robert Whitaker being the absolute champion that he is, came back and fought. But I think that fight proved a lot from both fighters, from Robert Whitaker's perspective, that he is still around. And after that fight, he's been on an absolute tear. And for Darren Till, that he can fight at the absolute top level at middleweight and fight to a very, very close decision. I think most people thought that Robert Whitaker won that fight. But it was up there. It was a very close fight, and Darren Till made it so. And that was only his second fight in middleweight. His second fight at middleweight, he was fighting Robert Whittaker. It was amazing. So I love that pick. I'm going to go with – so, Keelan, I'm a, I, I love that Donald Cerrone, but I actually have to disagree with you a bit. I think Darren Till's best win, and I think his best performance, was a fight night main event against Steven Thompson. That fight was – so, you don't think so. Okay, he we're didn't gonna, win that fight? No way. Yes, he did. Yes, no. he did. The, the, the drop in the fifth round. The drop the in the fifth round. The only reason he won that is because it was in Liverpool. I love Darren Till, but that was a blatant home court win. I'd so, I don't think so. I love Stephen Thompson. I love Stephen – okay, we both love Darren Till and Stephen Thompson. That's just that, – okay, they're equally out, all right? That fight I thought was so close. Anyways, I think it was a great performance because he's fighting one of the most technical strikers out there just like Robert Whitaker he's fought two of the guys that have the highest fight IQ out of anyone in the entire UFC and he's gone to close decisions with both of them I think he won one and then lost to Whitaker I think everybody thinks he lost to Whitaker but I think he won and and that fight okay I guess we can go a little bit back and forth but I think he won that fight he dropped Stephen Thompson which very few were able to do um 
you know, ex- except for like if you're Anthony, no one's knocked him out except for Anthony Pettis, but that was just a miracle. Like th- th- that's what Anthony Pettis does. That's off the table. But it, he looked so good in that main event and won the fifth round. And it was just, that's the era of Darren Till. And then they forced him to Tyron Woodley and then he lost, but he's reinvented himself. Currently, I think that's his best performance. But I mean, man, this fight is going to be so good. And with that, let's go ahead and kind of transition into the pick of the night sponsored by BetUS. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Hunter, start with your pick of the night. What do you think on the entire card is the best bet? to place and then give us your prediction for the main event all right so the best bet you can place here it may not win you the most money but this guy i think will win no matter what like the outcomes are are in his favor here i'm gonna go with jack shore versus ludwig okay jack shore he is a fantastic fighter out of the uk right now he's undefeated he's a prodigy on the ground he's a fantastic fighter and he's fighting a fighter who just is coming off a loss right now who was on the ultimate fighter we saw Ludwig fight an ultimate fighter twice. He won his first match off of pure grit. In the second match, he lost. And this wasn't because he was fighting badly. It's just uh, he was fighting emotionally. He gets yeah. very emotional in his fights. You know, gets super into his head. And he'll, he'll fight at anyone's game, whether they're wrestlers or strikers. But he doesn't do his own game, per se. So the safest bet for the night, I'd say, is Jack Shore. My bet, or my best bet, is actually going to be very, very controversial. I'm ready I mean, for you it. guys know me. It wouldn't be me if there wasn't controversy. Let's do it. Let's go, Keelan. My my bets sponsored by BetUS are the odds for Derek Brunson at plus oh, 145. Okay. And I have that's a lot not very of, safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually think this is the best bet you can make, guys. And I'm going to tell you why. There's two diametrically opposite reasonings for picking this pick. But I think you can make a lot of money if you could. First of all, I love Darren Till. Hunter loves Darren Till. We all love Darren Till. Jack loves Darren Till. Darren Till has not won a fight in two years. He has not won since he beat Kelvin Gastelum in 2019. And people forget that. We love Darren Till, but we forget how long it's been since he actually got a win. He's one-on-one at middleweight. And people just forget that so quickly. It's very, very surprising to me, I have to admit. My second reasoning is this. Derek Brunson, we can sit here and go back and forth shot for shot on how boring his style is, how dull it is to watch, whether he's enjoyable or whether he isn't. But no one can debate the effectiveness of his style. He beats people, he drags them down, and he takes the breath out of them with that relentless wrestling and that relentless crushing to the ground. And people very much underrate his jiu-jitsu as well. When he gets the back and he gets the hooks in, it is very difficult to escape his clutches. And Darren Till has shown he can be taken down. And if you can get one takedown on him, you can start to break his confidence in the grappling game too. And, you know, I, I must admit, I'm almost quite surprised that I'm saying this. But there are a few better grapplers at 185, pure wrestling grapplers than Derek Brunson. He goes in there to do a job, and very often he does get the job done. So if you're looking for my best bet of the night, sponsored by BetUS, it's plus 145 and Derek Brunson to get the win. All right. Hey, that's interesting. For me, now this is our first edition of the bet segment, and we'll go for it. But I will tend to stay away from main events. Because it can go any way, and we've seen that in any way in the UFC. Um, and I'm sti- I'm staying away from this one as well. I also want to make the- one thing clear. 
is that we are not saying Derek Brunson is a boring fire. Whenever no. we were talking about Derek Brunson a long time ago, we were saying that about the Kevin Holland performance. But yes. so was so was Marvin Vittori's. That was a boring performance against Kevin Holland, too. That's the way you beat Kevin Holland. Uh, so that's what we we're saying about Derek Brunson. That being said, I'm still staying away from that main event because it can go either way. I am leaning towards this. I think the bet of the night is Luigi Vendramuni against pa- uh, Patty Pimlet. Um, everyone is on Patty Pimlet right now. He's the new Conor McGregor coming in, making his debut, but he's still unproven in the UFC. Vendramuni is going out there to make a point, to make a statement. The odds are close, but you could get plus 130 odds on that fight. That's the bet of the night for me. If you want a safe bet, I say go Tom Aspinall on the co-main against, against Sergey Spivak. You're not going to win much money off of that. But for me, that's the fight that would absolutely – I have all my money on Tom Aspinall to win that fight. So if you're make, if you're looking for a safe bet, go Tom Asp, uh, Aspinall. And if you're looking for a bit of a risky one, I say Luigi Vendramuni is the way to go. Um, Hunter, what's your prediction for the main event? My prediction for the main event. So this is a loaded question here because I've been going back and forth all day. I'm like, okay, well – if it goes to the ground, I think Derek Brunson has such a great top game when he wrestles, and I think Derek Brunson can win the fight. But if it stays on the feet, even Darren Till, I mean, even though Derek Brunson is a fantastic striker on the feet, has fantastic knockdowns, and was even fantastic against Edmund Shabazian, I think Darren Till's left hand is such an accurate punch that it's going to be hard to even strike with Darren Till here. So I'm still a little bit torn here, but I'm going to go ahead and say Darren Till just because Derek Brunson is basically what you call a contender killer, I would say. Yeah. I think he's he's lining up all the contenders that, that might be good at middleweight, and he destroys them. His last four fights, he's won. But let's be honest, they're contenders. They were all contenders. When he's fighting real fighters like Yoel Romero, Anderson Silva, and all the, all the legends he's fought, Robert Whitaker, um, he loses. He gets knocked out. And so when it comes to Darren Till, I think – this is, no, this is not a contender. He has time in the UFC, and the way he looked in his last fight, I think he can look just as good in this fight. So I'm going to go ahead and say Darren Till, maybe second or third round knockout. Yeah, I have to agree with Hunter in my initial assessment of this, and that, like a lot of main events, but especially this one, it is quite a loaded question because there's two very clear ways this fight can go. It can go to the ground, as Hunter said, or it can stay in the feet. And you give each guy 50-50 chance, depending on where that goes. I keep running this, you know, back and forward in my own head, like Hunter's done today. And I'm actually going to eke out Derek Bronson here. And it's not that I don't want Darren Till to win, because I think it would be fantastic for the middleweight division if he did. You know, people love him. He's, you know, he sells his own fights. And he's generally just an extremely likable guy. But if you're asking me based on pragmatism as a journalist and as a fan, I think likely money is that Derek Brunson wins. You know, this is one of the only fights I can recall where Darren Till doesn't have any kind of physical advantage over his opponent. He has a one-inch height deficit compared to Derek Brunson, six foot one compared to six feet. He also has a three-inch reach disadvantage, 74 inches to 77, which I actually didn't realize. So... You know, everybody thinks Darren Till's got a great chance of knocking Derek Brunson out, and he genuinely does. But it's actually going to be harder than people think because he's got to get through a three-inch reach deficit, and Derek Brunson does know how to sit behind his job when he really needs to. 
then of course if Darren Till gets desperate trying to throw that left hand and he throws the hook around he's completely open to the takedown and getting driven against the cage which Derek Brunson to his credit is a master at doing in fact very few people do it better than he does um Darren Till's always got a really good chance he can land one of those savage elbows he can land the straight shot he can land the hook he can land the knee but I think there's a lot of openings in this game that Derek Brunson is capable enough and wily enough to exploit. Um, you know, I'm going to make it very clear here. Darren Hill has got every opportunity of winning. I would never say that he doesn't. But for me, my pragmatism goes to a very pragmatic fighter and I have Derek Brunson winning by a decision. Hey, this is the, this is the question, right? I've been going back and forth on this one and I, it's so tough because what Keelan's saying about Darren Till is true. He hasn't won in two years, but the, the level that he's fought at is, is so elite at that middleweight division. I think he's looked phenomenal. The problem is I think this is – MMA is all about the matchups, and this might be the one of the few matchups in the middleweight division that is not a good matchup for Darren Till. That being said, oh, this is tough. I'm leaning towards Derek Bronson just ever so slightly. Same. And I, I don't I don't like that pick. This is why I'm not putting odds on it. I'm not as bold as Keelan here. I'm not betting on this fight. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm just trying to sit back and, and, and look at it objectively. And what I see is that I think that Derek Brunson is not going to want any part of the striking from Darren Till. We saw it in the Kevin Holland fight. I think the same reason why if, if, if Darren Till and Marvin Vittori, if they ever fight, I give that fight a million times to Darren Till because Marvin Vittori had nothing for Kevin Holland on the feet. And he doesn't have half of what Derek Brunson does in the wrestling. Derek Brunson has that in the wrestling. And he will be going all out for, all out for that in the wrestling. For me, Darren Till, how does he handle? There's, there's a difference. His gas tank has looked phenomenal at middleweight so, so far. But that has been majority stand-up fights. How does he handle a guy that will be shooting on him every single time they get a little bit of space? That's the thing for me. If that fight does go to the later rounds, I could see Derek Brunson potentially getting a stoppage in rounds four and five just from exhaustion and him being on top ground and pound stuff like that or a decision from Derek Brunson. The thing is, can Derek Brunson survive Darren Till's onslaught before he gets into the takedown? So much about this is it's about the takedown defense and if Darren Till can get back up. So far, we've seen him be able to get back up in the middleweight division after being taken down. But this is the best test for if you can get up from a takedown. I mean, this is probably the best wrestler in the middleweight division currently in Derek Brunson. So, can he get back up is the big question, uh, and and I don't know that he can. I think he lasts maybe two minutes on the feet in each round, and how much damage can he do in that 10 minutes before Derek Brunson gets him down is kind of what I'm thinking about it right now. But, hey, it's going to be a, f- a phenomenal fight, um, and you got to watch it. I mean, we just we keep rolling with these fight nights. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, so, everyone, thank you so much for listening, as always. By the way, yeah. It's an early fight night tomorrow, so uh, be yeah. ready for that. It's not at the usual time. I think uh, it starts at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, the main card. So you do the math in your head for whatever time zone you're in, so just watch out for that, guys, but don't miss it. It's 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 early for Hunter. 
Yeah. It's early, it's early for all of us, let's be honest, right? Yeah. Hey, for once, I'm grateful it's early, right? <laughs> right, like, yeah. It's because it's a UK point. fighter. It, they got a tailor to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got to admit, just before I just sure. before we wrap this up, I have to admit, I really love the point Jack just made there about rounds as well. Darren Till realistically has to get Brunson out of there in the first two rounds maximum because Derek Brunson's gas tank does not let up the, the longer the fight goes on. Darren Till does have a propensity to start slowing down, and those are in stand-up fights that favor him. You know, fights like Calvin Gastelum, fights like Robert Whittaker. If he's spending two, three rounds straight defending takedown after takedown after takedown, we do have to ask how his gas tank is actually going to hold up to that. And especially if he is taken down once or twice, will it demoralize him again? Because if we look at the losses that he suffered, excluding Masvidal, that was just an unbelievable knockout. If we look at the Woodley fight, he looked demoralized when he was taken down. Yeah. When we look at the Gastelum fights, to his credit, he got back up, but you could see there were almost flashes of that similar feeling again. If he gets taken down, will he get smothered? If he doesn't, he still has a very good chance. But he, I think realistically, if you're looking at betting Darren Till, which is always a good bet, I think you should be betting a first or second round knockout because that's really his time sphere or his time zone really to get Derek Brunson out of there. Anything beyond that, I think it becomes Derek Brunson's fight to lose. Hey, yeah, I absolutely like that. And before we go, a big shout out to our new segment, Discussion of the Week. Everyone, please comment on YouTube, on our YouTube comments, or on Instagram. This will be posted there as well. Any question that you want us to discuss for Monday's podcast released on Tuesday, discussion of the week, what's the question? What's the thing we need to talk about? What's the thing we need to answer? Drop that in the comments. Let us know. Discussion of the week will be Monday. Uh, so do that as well. Thank you everyone so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like, and subscribe on YouTube. As always, we are everywhere, literally everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at MMA.Island and check out our website, MMAIsland.net. Huge shout out to our sponsors, BetUS. Uh, check them out. We have a whole segment for them now. Place your bets through them. Um, great podcast, guys. Thank you, guys. Fantastic. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Hello.